Uh, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And my name is Meg. Welcome back, y'all. Yay, welcome back to a, another week and um, the last episode of 2023. I feel like it was just yesterday that it was the last episode of 2022. So I just will never get over how quickly this year has gone by. It's just wild to me. Yeah, this, this year has flown by for sure. Um, I mean, month after month, it just seemed like you wake up the next day and it's a whole new month. It, it's I know. Just, this year was a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I feel pretty good about this year. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we just learned a lot. I feel like 2023 was a good year of like learning and just figuring a lot of things out, like, you know, personal life wise, business life. I feel like a lot of things just kind of have come together in the form of, <laughs> of life lessons. <laughs> so Definitely grateful for that. I agree. Um, a lot of learning, but I still respectfully say fuck this year. Uh, that's that's valid. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but a lot of learning has been learned and it mm-hmm. has been really hopeful. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to our last episode of 2022 just to kind of see where our mindset was. I don't know, mm-hmm. I just like to go back and, and see, but I don't know, it just has me hopeful for 2024 because there was just a lot of learning and a lot of mm-hmm. lessons throughout this whole year for me, podcast, everything. But um, I don't know. This year has just been wild. It's been fast. It's been crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just been a wild year. It has. It really has been a wild year. Yeah. If I, if anything, like if I had to kind of guess how we were feeling at the end of last year versus how we're feeling at the end of this year, I definitely, I don't know. I feel like last year probably it just felt more positive <laughs> oh absolutely end, yeah I, yeah because I, mean, I, I think we've already had a lot of prospects of stuff with the podcast mm-hmm. early on in 2023 mm-hmm. um so you know I, I'm sure I was bushy-eyed and hopeful yeah um, and I think for me like uh I think the main difference between 2022 and 2023 like in it is like um like Career-wise, I think I was in a very, very different place this time last year than I am Mm -hmm. this time this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like last year was, like, very hopeful of things to come. And I feel like I got, you know, really fortunate in some areas. But there was some some real big letdowns in a lot of areas, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I feel like I'm just kind of – I feel like I went into 2023, like, very hopeful and optimistic for things to come, like, as far as, like, my career and stuff. And it's like this year I'm going into 2024, like feeling very just like settled and like mm-hmm. comfortable with where I am right now. So that that's pretty different feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's totally different. Do mm-hmm. you have like any um, career goals or do you set career goals? Yeah, most of my career goals are usually more short term than long term because I just know how I am and how I've been with my career like thus far for the past 10 years. It's like it's just ever like changing and evolving like what I want long term. So I really just Mm -hmm. don't focus too much on that. I just focus on like short term stuff like what do I want to do in my, you know, current position? What, you know, courses do I want to take? What how do I want to, you know, grow in this role? What other things I want to pursue, like, in this role? That's kind of where I am right now, more so than, like, 
getting into the next role. You know what I'm saying? Because I just got into mm-hmm. this role that I'm in now, like within yeah. the past couple of months. So I'm still just trying to grow and figure stuff out in this role. And then, you know, I'm just going to see what happens. But I feel, like I said, I feel very content. I feel very, very content with where I am right now. Yeah, I don't set career goals because I don't mm-hmm. trust corporate. <laughs> well, that's <too. laughs> But um, I don't know. I feel like there's always a lot of pressure. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the year, they have these, you know, what they call it? Like OKRs or yeah. like, yeah. Like yeah, and I feel like different there's type a, of goals and yeah, stuff. There, there's a lot of pressure to be like, okay, in five years, here's where I see myself with this company. And it's like, Bitch, I don't even know if y'all land me off tomorrow. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard. That's, to... the, that's the corporate gaslighting. Yeah. I feel like that happens it's because they, they set you up for that type of stuff. And then they be like, actually, we don't actually need you for even one more year. So, yeah. Have a I, I'm glad I kind of learned that early on in my <laughs> yeah. career, too, because um, it's always heartbreaking to see people like figure it out. Mm-hmm. And because, like, a lot of people learn this. the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. It has some people. Uh, my mom's friend got laid off from a, a big bank after 25 years of being there. No way. And yeah. And I feel like they are like just now learning the lesson. Like they don't care. He kind of had this like image that he'll be fine and stuff like that. And just, they, they don't care. If 25 years somewhere doesn't give you job security, then literally nothing, nothing will. Nothing because will. I always yeah. kind of had the, you know, the, the outlook that, you know, the newest in or the first out. So when it yeah, comes to layoffs sure. and stuff, if you only been there six months to a year, you probably on the chopping block. Whereas people mm-hmm. who've been there for years and years probably got less to worry about. But if somebody who's been there for 25 years can get laid off, that is, I mean, and then like trying to start over and get a new job where you're, you know, he's probably in his like 40s or 50s, if not a little bit older and having mm-hmm. to compete with these people fresh out of college who will take it's you know, any salary thrown yeah. at them. That's that's horrible. Like, yeah, that is horribly it, tough. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all that to say, I don't I don't set them. But yeah. I think I have the same, you know, idea as you. Like, I don't really. I don't have like this dream job or, mm-hmm. you know, like this, mm-hmm. you know, straight trajectory and you know maybe five years down the road i want to try something else Mm -hmm. so yeah it's hard to really set goals long term. yeah for me it's just always been about where am i happy and what am i happy Mm -hmm. doing and it's like if i'm happy in a job or if i'm happy in an industry then i'm okay to stay in it for a while and when i'm not happy that i'm going to explore like i'm not just going to sign up to be unhappy until i retire like i'm just not gonna yeah. do that and it's, as long as it's within my power and i feel like i've been very very like privileged and lucky to be able to you know move industries and and things like that when i've for the most part wanted to and it's been mostly within my control um you know for as long as i'm able to control it and my family is still good then I'm gonna you know go where the happiness is and I think mm-hmm. another thing good that comes to me about like not really having like long-term career goals is because like like you said like my I don't really I don't really uh, I don't really believe in a dream job because it's like <laughs> I'm just not I don't dream of labor and it's just like I feel like some people are like more like career oriented people and some people are more like family or personal life oriented and I feel like 
I'm just always been just like a, just a way more family oriented. Not that there's anything wrong with being really career driven and career focused mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just like the end of the day, my, my priority is going to be myself and my family. And, you know, I'll be happy. I'm happy in my career right now. I hope to always be happy in my career. I'm always going to see happiness in my career, but I really try to put more time and energy into, you know, my home life and my, my family life. And that's just what I just care about. Um, the most and like I said no shade to anybody who feels different or driven by different things but that's just what yeah. I'm driven by so it's like even when I'm thinking about like where my family is now compared to this time last year it's not different it's not much different because that's always a priority and it's always something that is being you know worked on and focused on and we're always going to be good and you know if we're not we're, I'm going to make sure we are so I don't know yeah just, just thoughts yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I am more self-driven, family-driven mm-hmm. um, versus career. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times, like, I've had jobs where I felt like I enjoyed the job itself. The job was easy. The people yeah. I worked with were great. The money was shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you just have to move on from that, mm-hmm. you know, to for the ultimate goal of, like, my family and the way I mm-hmm. want to live and how comfortably I want to live. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Corporate is uh, interesting. And I appreciate having this conversation with you because try having mm-hmm. this conversation with boomer grandparents. I, I don't. I just don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just not. And I don't want to make like a blanket statement against all boomers. My boomer grandparents. My boomers oh, yeah. in my life. Because for mm-hmm. me, it's not even boomer grandparents. It's boomer parents. My dad is a boomer. So mm. I just, yeah. That has to be really tough. It's weird because it's like my dad is he is technically a boomer, but he really does have a lot of like more like millennial ideas and perspectives about another things. And like when we talk about stuff, he does listen. Um, but I just know there are certain things that we're just never gonna be on the same page about. And I just don't even I just I focus don't on argue with it. Yeah. With, and not the things that we, you know, disagree with. Yeah. I just, you know. I don't want honestly I don't have I don't care that much. It's not that big of a deal. I yeah, don't and I don't feel things, like yeah. I have to force everybody into my in my life to feel the way I feel about everything. So I'm just like, and they're not gonna force me to feel how they feel about everything either. So yeah. I feel like minds um are open to the conversation, but sometimes it's difficult to I don't want to change your opinion. I just yeah. want us to be able to understand what each other is coming from. And that's mm-hmm. the part that's like very frustrating me because it's I don't think they really understand that it's just so different. Yeah. For us now, you know, it's very, very, very different for us now. So I don't know. So how are we feeling about the podcast compared to at the end of last year? Again, we're probably going to go back and listen to that last episode. We probably shouldn't (laughs) have done that before this. This is kind of like an off the cuff conversation. Yeah. Um, How are we feeling? Um. I do like the trajectory of the podcast. I think mm-hmm. it's a natural progression to move away from just solely planner podcasts. I mean, honestly, we never were just solely planner podcasts. That's kind of the the stitch of That's planners insane. and wine is that we're more than just planners. But I mm-hmm. think we've made a conservative effort to open up our horizons and it has made recording a lot more enjoyable Mm -hmm. um i think we get a lot more of our personality in the show Mm -hmm. um and i don't think that was something that we were like actively considering this time last year yeah yeah i I 
totally agree. I totally agree. And I feel like people, because I know everybody is not super happy with the with the change that we made with the podcast or, or some of the changes that we made with podcasts this year. But at the same time, like one, like you said, we have never been a podcast solely focused on what planner are you using? It's always had mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, current events and politics and what's going on in the world. And we always just kind of shrank those topics to just what's going on in the planner community. And I feel like the main change this year is that we have just opened it up to what's going on in the broader world outside Mm -hmm. of that. And it's just like, as the planner community has changed, the show is going to change. To be honest, it's not as many you know, uh, you know, dramas or things like that, even going on in the planner community as it was when we started in 2020, not mm-hmm. by a long shot. Oh, yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like most of the people have got on board with the changes that needed to be made in the planner community and the people who didn't, we're not, we're not worried about them. We definitely are making a show for them. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole yeah. point of the show forever couldn't be for us to you know, use our platform to to educate, you know, people who may or may not even care about what we're talking about. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not our job. We did it because we wanted to at the time. And once we felt like we had done enough of that, we wanted to move on to the things that we enjoyed. Like, it was so stressful to me in like 2020 and 2021 when every single week it was something, you know, like race related or something like that going on that we talked about like it it was stressful it was very very stressful to talk about heavy things like that all the time yeah you know I think a lot of people this is a majority white women community like that's just a fact yeah it's easy for those people to want to hear those conversations and not be attached to it. Like you have a degree of separation. Yeah. yeah, you're not living it. Yes. When we are living it and having mm-hmm. to have the conversation. And it, it's just overwhelming and hard. And just, it's, it's emotional yeah, labor. It's you know, and yeah. obviously, like I said, like nobody asked us to do it. Nobody told us to do it. We did it because we wanted to. Yeah. But once we didn't want to anymore, we're not going to. <laughs> Like it's, it's yeah. simple, and it's not to say like if things don't come up, then we won't talk about it. But sure. you know, I just didn't feel the need for us to have a show that was focused on that every single week for multiple mm-hmm. years because, like I said, it got draining. It just got not super fun. Um, you know, a lot of like not great things came from all that too, which a lot of people didn't see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just had to do what made us happy and I can honestly say like the show that we make now makes me happy it doesn't feel like a burden obviously sometimes we're like tired or we got other stuff going on but it's like the show is not you know like I said it's just it doesn't feel like a burden and I feel like at one point it started to it truly did it truly truly did and I felt like either we were going to change it or we weren't going to do the show no more yeah, you not know, to it mention, just couldn't continue. Yeah, the the amount of people who would reach out, like find stuff to send to us to like kind of have us be the mouthpiece on is, I don't know, I'm sure people mean well, but when you are sending us articles and stuff about, you know, mm-hmm. racism and controversial stuff and, you know, having us talk about it. When yeah. you have your own platform that you can talk about it and express, it's just yeah. Or even much. looking looking to us to be 
you know, the faces and the voices of the entire, like, Black community, not only of the planner community, but of the world, because we might be the only Black people that they even know. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's too much. That's too much. And nobody, mm. no, like, and from jump, like, we have tried to only be speaking from our perspective. I think that a lot of um, people in the community, a lot of, you know, Black women in particular in the community felt similarly to how mm -hmm. we felt and if they didn't you know they they had their own platforms that they can say something different on and that's totally fine but we tried our best to only speak from our experience and our perspective so it's just like if you're coming to me asking you know as a non-black person asking well how should i deal with this how should i feel about that i don't know y'all that's, that's my weird. answer that's so weird <laughs> like, to come to know. a marginalized person and being like you know, how should I handle this? Like that is just weird. It's emotional labor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really it's emotional weird. labor. Exactly. And like I said, like we are fine to do that and talk about things when we want to, but it's just like at the end of the day, yeah. like it's our show and we can't let other people dictate who we are and what we used to use our platform for. So we changed it and like I said I'm very happy with it I'm very content with it y'all know I love pop culture I love reality tv I love the things we talk about I even love the planner stuff that we talk about you know what I'm saying like it just feels more like us because we never set out to be you know activists there are tons of activists online tons of people that you can seek for information and things like that and we always were just like we just are just two you know black women moms and we're just talking about things that we care about you know yeah. not the planner activists <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, it's wild it's just all we doing yeah. is just speaking the truth i mean mm -hmm. it ain't you never like you said set out to be activists that has mm -hmm. never been but you know yeah 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 and i mean like i said the, the planner community has changed and there's just not as much stuff at least from our perspective to talk about i know there are people who think there is or in their world there is y'all start podcast and talk about make it. your own podcast <laughs> make your own youtube video yeah start a yeah. podcast i would probably listen to it you know yeah. what i'm saying like i support you i totally support you doing that and it's like the thing that we did when we started is we saw a need in the community to you know to talk about certain things and so we feel that so if you feel like by us not talking about certain things we're leaving a void you can feel that void that is well said that is well said that this um this uh podcast was never going to be here's this release mm -hmm. and i think maybe people thought that but i feel we've never no. presented this podcast that way i mean so. we've always talked about them but it's within yeah. the context of a lot of other yeah stuff for sure too yeah so. but yeah fill that void if you think that's that's mm -hmm. something you're you're in need of there's lots of blogs the planner wire does that um mm -hmm. somebody like actually on our youtube channel uh a few days ago asked like where can they learn about all the um the planner conference in the community mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i sent them over there like there's other places if that's what you're looking for or if you if it's not scratching that itch do it yeah. yourself yep yep uh agree yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm glad we had like like i said this wasn't even in the show notes it was just kind of off the cuff like i'm glad we had a moment to just kind of reflect on this year and maybe toward the end of the of the 
episode, we can talk about some things we're looking forward to as far as like the podcast and things like that um, into the next year. For sure. That's why this podcast is so great. Period. I'm and totally on that biased, note, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we will be back to recap the planner community happenings of 2023. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, y'all. So we are back and let's get into our 2023 recap of the planner community. So if y'all listened to last week's episode, we recapped all the big crazy things that happened in pop culture. And so we mm-hmm. wanted a whole separate episode to really focus on um, this community that we, you know, love most of the time. Um, <laughs> just talking about some high points from that. So first thing I want to talk about is the Happy Planner Ambassador Program. Uh, we talked about this on one of our first episodes of 2023, like in January or whatever. And I think that is when it was like freshly announced because, you know, the whole thing in 2022 was what's going on with the Happy Planner Squad. They didn't do applications mm-hmm. in like July, August, like they normally do. They didn't say anything about it. Like what's up with that? Never really heard anything, but then they rolled out this Happy Planner ambassador um, situation, which kind of seemed like hints of the whole old squad, but then it kind of had like notes of the EC squad type of situation. It seemed like kind of more of a combination to where it wasn't like a defined list of people, but it was just more ambiguous um, as far as who they would be working with. Um, Now that we are kind of at the end of the year, and we kind of, like I said, we had all these thoughts about what it was going to be. Now that we saw what it was, like, what do you think about the Happy Banner Ambassador Program? Do you think it was a good move? Do you think they should have stuck with the squad? Do you think they should have just had nothing? Like, what do you think? Um, I mean, it's basically squad light. I mean, they only accepted people that was on the squad before. So, I, from what I know, I you know, I don't they know They had everything. a couple of new people, but... The thing was, every single release, a lot of former squad people were Mm -hmm. the primary people getting the boxes where they would change it up as far as who of the new people got stuff. But it was very consistent that like former squad members always got the stuff. So like you said, it was kind of given squad light with a few new people kind of sprinkled in every every now and then. Yeah. So I mean, I do feel like the old squad should have gone away. So that was a good move. I don't know. I just think this is something as a placeholder for that. Like, I don't think they intend to put any more effort into it. It's just we we knew we had to get rid of that old squad model. Here's something new. Because I just, I mean, from what I see, 
I hardly ever see anybody new. Mm-hmm. I think the first, like right after the ambassador program, there was a few people that were new, and I feel like they had the fight to get that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, ever since then, I've seen the same faces. So I, you know, it's just a placeholder. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I feel like the reason why Happy Planner got rid of the squad in the first place, I feel like. It was just more drama in the community than what it was probably worth yeah. to them with, you know, with Stephanie and then Hannah not being around anymore. And then also, I feel like they felt like they didn't really need the squad anymore because Happy Planner is so huge and so beyond the planner community now, mm-hmm. which very fair. I don't really think they needed it anymore. But I think the reason why they tried to have this ambassador thing, I feel like they probably felt like it was you know, lower stakes, not as big of a commitment as the squad looks better on paper to a lot of people who have criticisms of the squad um, set up. And also it would just kind of keep it like a foot in the door for them with the planner community. Um, Because without, without the squad, they really just didn't have much of a connection to the planner community anymore. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I would hope I hadn't even heard anything about the ambassador program lately. I don't know if they still have it. I don't know even <laughs> if it's still I going on. It up. Uh-huh. They still have it. You can apply it anytime. Yeah. Honestly, it looks very similar to any other brand that has like an affiliate program, basically what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kill me with this uh organic and paid content, as if paid content isn't organic too, but okay. <laughs> Do they still have financial consideration? I think the organic word is that financial oh. consideration. Okay. Which I, yeah. I don't know who wrote this. Cause like to put organic or paid makes it seem like either or if you're like getting you paid, you're not organically making the content. But I mean, I. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. I wouldn't use that choice of words, but you know, yeah. not my business. But yeah. but yeah, it's still there. I think, like you said, there is a, this was a way for them to keep a foot. Mm-hmm. into the planner community but also look very similar to other brands so maybe they can branch out to other influencers mm-hmm. lifestyle you know organizations you know people that aren't in the planner community but mm-hmm. still in the realm of planner niche or whatever um but yeah i, I don't think they you know revolutionize anything at all yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> i agree it just seems like it's more of the same and y'all know we have our our feelings about you know affiliate programs and marketing and things like that with these ambassador programs i think that they when done well i think that they can be really great mm-hmm. um but when done poorly or half-assed then i think they're not so great so i don't know i don't know if the ambassador's program was a fully at least i think it was a fleshed out idea i don't think the execution was great because like we said like if y'all are just going to literally still just send 90 percent of your boxes or whatever to the people who was just on the happy planner squad what's the point that's that whole i thought the whole point was to work with more people and to open it up and to not be so exclusive and it's like it still literally kept that same level of exclusivity in my opinion so if you were on the ambassador program and you had um you know a good experience with it definitely reach out let us know and not a squad member yeah y'all y'all a little biased i'm sorry y'all a little biased y'all know y'all a little biased yeah but yeah i mean yeah if you got eight out of ten boxes this year 
maybe don't. Of course, you have a positive experience. <laughs> maybe like, don't. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I mean, it's no shade to, to right. you at all. But it's not. You know, it's definitely. You have not. To, we have to be realistic with it. But exactly. But yeah. Yeah. I bet they was just like, it's just not the squad. Is just not worth it after mm-hmm. everything from Wild Twenty Twenty Two. The way I wouldn't have any program after all that. I know. But I know. you know, they lot. had to do what they had to do. It was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we will see what the next year holds for the Happy Planner Ambassador uh, program. Um, But yeah, this ain't it. They kind of, they definitely missed the mark on this one for sure. Yeah, Happy Planner is not for the community, Mm -mm. you know, and that's fine. You know, that's fine. Yep, exactly. All right, so the next thing we want to talk about is. Ethy ending the seasonal surprise. <laughs> so y'all know we have definitely been very, very critical on this podcast of the seasonal surprise box. Um, it has just always been very hit or miss, but more misses than hits is what I would honestly um, say about it. So what do we think about them finally just putting the, the kibbutz? The um, nail in the coffin on the seasonal surprise box yeah and how do we feel about it um i wouldn't say surprise i feel like it was a natural progression Mm -hmm. um i think one people are just not really into mystery things right now like we want to know what we're buying we want to know it's a good value also um i don't feel like it was a the best of value for like the past two years yeah um so yeah i just feel like it was it was a natural thing i do like that now they are showing you and they have like different type of collections um that you Mm -hmm. can kind of pick from so i do like that i just think the wave of planner community the world like we want to see what we're buying like the the whole mystery box thing just isn't isn't it anymore agreed agreed um i think it was a good move for them to get rid of the seasonal surprise box i feel like it was so unnecessary. Like we just had a lot of unnecessary products in there. I think mm-hmm. if they were able to make it a lot more just like functional, that would be good. But then functional is going to be so different to so many different people. Yeah. Like their idea of what functionality is, they, that was just a hard thing to do. So I definitely appreciate that they were willing to evolve and let mm-hmm. something that was no longer working or no longer serving the majority of their audience of, um, go. I know a lot of the girls were still in some type of way about it, but now that it's gone, I ain't heard nothing else about they it. They were? So the people are over it. Yeah, I think when the initial came out, the initial announcement came out, some people were, weren't happy about it. Well, I mean... That's how uh, everything is. Yeah. Yeah, some people just don't like to move on and mm-hmm. evolve. Like, it, it was time, and I, I get it if you're sad about it, if that was your thing and you really love them, but I think you know, from a business standpoint, it had to take a lot of time to curate. Mm-hmm. It had to take a lot of manpower to curate. And if there was no return on investment with the sales, mm-hmm. it has to go. Yeah, had to go. Had to go. But yeah, I agree. I think the curated boxes are a lot better, especially for like people who are newer to EC and might not know like what they like, what they want to use, or you know, it mm-hmm. kind of gives them like a, a taste of a few things without like a huge, huge investment. Um, yeah, so I think it's. A, I think it was a good change. I definitely think it was a good change. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like you said, a good way to get a taste of EC without mm-hmm. all the money, and then they make good gifts too. <laughs> they 
do make good kids. <laughs> but yeah, I think it I think it was time. It was time. Mm-hmm. When did we do that first live? Was that 2021? We did the live. I think it was with the ornaments. Yeah. Either 2020 or 2021. I really did not remember which holiday season it was going into. Um, but the live is still there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. What a time. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Was that the last season surprise box that we got? No, we did another one. I think that was spring, uh, maybe uh, summer. And we had the same uh-huh. results. And that was two years later. So Yeah. It was the last box, actually. We got the very last season of Surprise. It box. was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Mm. No improvement. But Mm-mm. no, we weren't. Yeah. We weren't. Like I said, some people really loved it. Or they said they really loved it. And you know, you know how that goes. And, so yeah, some yeah. of these uh, creators got to stop lying, especially mm-hmm. with a company like EC. Like they want the feedback. They want the feedback, and they listen to the feedback. Yeah, like you, yeah. you lying. Like it, you just be honest. You're gonna get the next collab. Like you don't have to lie. I know. I promise I know. you, you don't. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah. So let's get into some. Cause on to be honest, do you can you think of any things like company specific or product specific, not planner conference related that like big that happened this year? I really could not find anything else that was like I felt like was like pretty big. Not specific. Um no. Mm-hmm. Not that I can think of. Only thing I think of is like maybe some shops pulling back or closing, but I, it was a lot I could, of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't yeah. even want to put them on blast. Yeah. You know, you know, I just you think know, this year with the planner community is, has been a lot of transitions. Yes. For a lot so, of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, let's get into some planner conferences. So we started this year attending Planner Memory Social in Atlanta, Georgia in January, beginning of this year. We were speakers there and it was so much fun. It was a Harry Potter themed um, conference for this year. Honestly, I would not mind them just keeping the Harry Potter theme going forever because it was so much fun. (laughs) But I know when they change it up, it's going to be very cute and very fun. But we had an absolute blast it was so cool yeah i mean obviously we would love it to be harry potter every year Mm -hmm. but i really love the idea of having the theme and everybody getting into it and Mm -hmm. you know having the speakers kind of be around that theme like it, it was really really a good time we were the professors for the defense of the dark arts and there's nothing that's been more accurate than that come on come on that was so that was all on point. That was so. We didn't ask for that, by the way. We did not ask for that. It just, <laughs> just naturally happened. It, it made just sense. made sense. And I think, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that was our first conference that we had gone to outside of Go Wild. Also, so no, no, like besides the Chicago at. Planner Conference. Okay, yeah. so we went to Chicago Planner Conference. So it's like Chicago Planner Conference is like medium size. Go mm-hmm. out is like huge, and then this conference is like is smaller. So this is like our first like legit like small conference yeah. um, that we've gone to, and it was so amazing. Like to be able to like talk and interact with most of the people there because it was mm-hmm. on a small scale. It still had like a hundred people, so it wasn't like tiny. But yeah, it was a sure. it was a smaller conference, and it was just 
so much fun. The attention to detail, the tables, the shops that came out and sponsored. Um, it was a really, really good time. So shout out to D. Like, I'm so mm -hmm. happy that we went to that conference. And it was just a great way to start out this year of going to so many different planner events. <laughs> it was just such a fun weekend, short and sweet. And I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I Yeah. One of my faves this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. biased because it was Harry Potter. But I just, like you said, I love that it was such a smaller event. We had a way to kind of connect mm -hmm. a little bit more with not only everybody at the conference, but just with each other. Like, yeah, we just don't get a chance to really like sit down and kind of be like with our friends and mm -hmm. actually be a part of the conference um in most cases and this was kind of the first time that we really did that on top of like working as well and it was really cool it was it was and I love speaking there it was really good it was very low pressure because of how we kind of did ours is we just made it interactive with the audience you know we asked them questions we answered questions it was really very conversational it was not us like talking at anybody because <laughs> mm -hmm. that's not our thing we're very yeah. conversational people I don't think we either one of us prefers to just be like talking to anybody as far as like a speech or anything like that goes. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really cool, really interactive. Everybody seemed to really enjoy it. And there were some crafts that we got to make afterwards and shopping. I think the shopping was one of my favorite parts of it. I love being able to do that at a planner conference and it was just a good time. Such a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, the next big thing that happened is that CPC made its return chicago planner conference had not had a conference since 2020 right before mm -hmm. the pandemic when we got to go that february um and they made their return in 2023 and i'm not going to lie i was nervous for them i was very absolutely um, yeah i didn't know how this was gonna go because i feel like after so much time off and not only were they off that mm -hmm. whole time we didn't they kind of went radio silence. Them. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't yeah. hear anything from them. There was really no activity on their Instagram account that I saw. Um, I don't know if they have a Facebook page, if that might have been more active or whatever, but we didn't, I didn't really see any activity from them. So I was pleasantly surprised when they came out, came back, but I was just cautiously optimistic for how mm -hmm. it was going to go. Um, that is one factor that led into us choosing not to go to CBC and to go to a different planner conference instead, which we would definitely talk about that one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to see how it went and it seems like it went very well. The people who went seemed like they had a great time. I yeah, believe they sold out, really out yeah. within like an hour or two of the tickets being in sale. So I know a lot of people in Chicago were super excited to have it come back. Some people still try Traveled in and went. Um, it was at the same hotel that it was in 2020, which is great. They were able to, you know, maintain that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and I would definitely love to go to CPC in the future. My only issue is it being in November because it was literally snowing <laughs> that week. And mm -hmm. I would have been hella nervous about flight delays and things like that. Like having conferences in the wintertime or, you know, Late fall, winter yeah. is very, very dicey, especially in a place like Chicago. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that maybe this November date was because they came back and kind of had to snack with they could. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, um, even honestly, February was kind of dicey. 
It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but February the eighth. No, when we were there, it didn't stick. But I remember being yeah, outside it was, and it, it was literally cold. snowing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was very cold. So, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I was definitely a bit nervous. I think more so because of the radio silence. Like, That's I wish they was. didn't have did that. Because yeah, um, I I was still a part of the ticket holder group, and I would you know hop in Facebook, and every you know few months or so, mm -hmm. somebody be like, "Hey, you know, we coming back? Any updates?" And nothing. I mean, little to nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that I mean, totally the reason why I was skeptical but it sold out looked like it mm -hmm. went off without a hitch folks said they had a good time so i'm definitely glad to hear that and hoping that they uh continue every year as they did before yeah i hope so too and i also hope they make it in like september october because i love the fall for a planner conference just not late fall so i think in like september october will be really really good but we'll see mm -hmm. we shall see um next up obviously we got to talk about go wow in washington uh we got to go to washington dc this year for go wow we got there a couple of days early so we could do some sightseeing mm -hmm. and some tours and stuff just go see the um african-american history museum it was so i mean those first couple of days where we just got to just go around and do stuff was so much fun and dc is literally like the perfect museum city I mean, yeah. it has all the museums. The vast majority, if not all of them, are free. Um, just, just such a good time. Such a good time. I mean, the monument tour that we went on was so much fun, and the weather really was not bad. Um, mm -hmm. It was a little chilly, but it was not like DC cold. How we know that DC can be super cold. Yeah. Plus, it was no doors or windows, so as driving, it was a little bit colder than just standing mm -hmm. around. But, but it was better than yeah. walking. Better it, than trying to walk. Absolutely. Yeah. To where I was not going to. Yeah. Walk. We were definitely in our um, our tourist bag, but we had an amazing mm -hmm. time, though. It was really fun. So much fun. And then going into Go Wild, um, that conference room was just so epic. It was just so beautiful mm -hmm. getting to be in there um, and all the speakers and the events that took place. It was so good. So much fun. I love this yeah. go wild. It was really a time. That yeah, that ballroom was everything. Mm -hmm. Like just, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was really, really good. Really, really good. good. Really good. I think reflecting on it, I'm trying to feel like I'm trying to trying to figure out my favorite speaker. And Frank from um Post Secrets is a very close second to Renee Elise Goldsberry. I really feel like my life got changed. <laughs> seeing her on that stage i just love her so much and the fact that she like sang hamilton with us oh my god like if i would have missed that i would be so bad like we talk about the go wilds that we missed in the past that we were pissed that yeah. we missed out on if i would have missed out on her in that moment i, I don't think i would have ever got over it i don't think i would ever got over it so that was uh it just made just made my whole life and then we got to meet her Mm -hmm. so sweet so She's nice like genuinely it wasn't just okay take a picture and move along like she literally like talked to us yeah like, try to connect yeah. they asked you people where they're from and all these type of things like it was she was perfect like mm -hmm. sign renee up every year but i know she's busy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i love her <laughs> yeah she's so kind I, I love that she you know really wanted to connect with us as an mm -hmm. audience like i mean like you said even singing and all that um yeah, it was just, it was epic. I love seeing um, 
Amy Tangerine being like, yes. pitch me. I can't believe it. No, literally. <laughs> literally. Like, I love seeing y'all enjoyment. Like, I, I didn't have the connection. Yeah. So, but I love seeing y'all enjoyment. I think it's left, so... You had the connection, though. Because you got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Frank was first for me, though. But I think I was just emotionally drained and I don't feel like I've cried as much as I did during that session the rest of this year. I don't think you have either. I do not think you have either. You were a puddle. Yeah. Somebody has some footage somewhere. Yeah. It's probably somebody profile picture of me in their phone. Oh my God. Stop it. Stop it. That was so good. Yeah. Frank really, oh, those stories that he shared, I mean, they really just kind of hit you. They hit you. And I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, Wild has been out because he was in the Lum Lounge or something at some point this year. Am I remembering this? He's right? coming or back. He's confirmed. Yeah, yeah he he's is confirmed, confirmed yeah. for next year. Yeah. So I just if you know missed it. He's gonna have so many like because like if you don't know anything about post secrets, definitely do your research. Cause I didn't know anything mm -hmm. about post secrets um, before him, and just the stories and the moments that people share and how they open up to him is just so amazing. And like he's not, and you know he's only sharing things that people want to be shared, mm -hmm. but just uh, how hilarious some of those stories for yeah were, and like how sad. And just heartbreaking some of the stories yeah. where it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I've been keeping all of my um voicemails mm -hmm. from all my people now mm -hmm. since that. Yeah, because my Look. people, you know, I got boomers, yeah. they still be leaving voicemails telling me Literally. who they are as if I don't have their phone number for safe. What know, he told them. what is it the story? He told them, like somebody's grandmother leaving them voicemail or mm -hmm. singing happy birthday or something like that. Yeah, it's like a happy birthday thing on the And that was too. so crazy that he said that because I literally was like did I write this post secret? Because literally, like my grandmother, she passed away in 2021. And I still have a voicemail from her that she left for my one of my birthdays when she was singing me happy birthday. And I literally listen to it every year on my birthday still. And it's like the fact that he had a story like that also, and I was like, Oh, everyone's grandma was doing this. Okay, yeah. cool. Period. I love that for Boomers us. Ain't with we that still one. have it. We still yeah. have that. Yeah. And it's just so special. It's so special. Yeah, yeah, definitely keep, uh, keep that. But yes, I love. Uh, I just I love, love it so much, and I'm excited yeah. to see mm -hmm. him again. And like me you said, too. there's so many post secrets. There's no way it's going to be the same. We're not going to hear yeah. the same story twice. Mm -mm. We are not going to hear the same story twice. And honestly, even if we did, I wouldn't be mad at it because I guarantee you, it's going to hit just as hard. And there are going to be so many people who are new there. Yeah, who are going to get to experience it, it. Mm -hmm. and I won't so have to good. cry. I think you're still gonna cry. Yeah, probably. I think you're still gonna cry. Especially if it's day two, because by the end I'm an emotional wreck and probably Yo, going off of four hours of sleep. Day two so tough. Day two is so, <laughs> so tough. tough. Oh my gosh. And it's so it's such a wave of emotions because it's like you're so tired, especially if you get there at the beginning of the week and you got so mm -hmm. much stuff going on. But then you're sad because you don't want it to end, but you need it to end because your body physically can't take it you anymore. Cannot take it anymore. Yeah. But you don't want it to end and you don't want to have to say goodbye mm -hmm. to all your people and stuff because, you know, none of us live in the same state. So it's yeah. just a big goodbye. Until the it's, next time. Yeah. A long but, family reunion for sure. I know. So good. <laughs> 
Um, oh, and they had a new format to Wild Crop this year where people mm -hmm. had to, I think, was it like the week before? I think leading into Go Wild, um, you had to like get on the app and sign up for what, which breakout yeah. class you wanted at Wild Crop. I really like that format. I really did not mind that format at all. I know some people were kind of in their feelings because they didn't get to get in the breakout that they mm -hmm. wanted, but they had like an open breakout in the conference room and there were like some really great giveaways and stuff like that in yeah, there. It so it was still DJ so everything. much going on. Yeah. yeah. So it really, there was no bad rooms to end up in. And sure. Honestly, going into next year, I care way less about which one I end up in. So I know I'm going to be happy no matter what. I know I'm going to have fun uh, no matter what. And I hope the other people are able to kind of go into it with a similar mindset that I promise, even if you don't get your first or second choice, you're going to have fun. I, I promise you will. Yeah. The only thing I know is money. I know it costs. I just wish there were mics set up in the breakout rooms. Because, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I mean, you basically had to just sit there in silence in order for everybody else to hear, which, 100%. you know, is fine. But also mm -hmm. like a part of the excitement is to be able to do, you know, what we're doing with the people around us and be yeah. able to talk, you know? Yeah, that's so, true. Um, yeah, that's that's my only thing. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy it, though. I do like that. But mm -hmm. I'm with you. I don't think I would. Mm, if Tisa do it again, then I probably would want to do Tisa. I mean, again. obviously, Tisa. But yeah, yeah. I would love to do <laughs> yeah. Tisa's. But if I didn't end up at Tisa's, I would be like, I'll be, be fine, like, okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. Like, yeah, it will be fine. Because everybody's was really, really good. I think having the mics and also having, like, some type of screen or something to kind of, like, show what they're doing, I think would be really mm. good, too. Once again, you never know if they're able to have the, the resources or the technology to do that. But just definitely some things that would improve it. But it was kind of sure. fun. And obviously, the parties are probably one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part, of Go Wild. The welcome party is a freaking blast with karaoke and everything. I still want y'all to stop picking slow songs, but that's neither here nor there. You know I what I'm saying? I wish could do lip sync <laughs> so people don't lose yeah. their voices. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> then it'd be a little bit more entertaining. Y'all gotta perform instead be, of singing. You think lip sync would be better? For me, know. for me, um, because I don't think majority of the planner community is freaking crazy like me. Yeah, you're like they just want to get up there and stand, sing yeah. that song, and leave. Like yeah. me, like yeah, you gotta, have a, you gotta have personality to lip sync for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think maybe true. they could give the girls a choice. Like you can either do karaoke or you can lip sync. So people who are better a better fit for lip syncing can do that, or people who really want to get up there and sing their heart out can do that. I think that would be. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm doing neither because my voice loves to leave me in the dust during go out. So I will be in the crowd hyping you up. That's what I do best. Um, that's what I will be doing do. either. Yeah, I will be doing either. But it is so fun to watch. It and like I said, I just want the girls to stop picking slow songs, but it's not gonna happen. Pick church girl happen. or something. Like that's a mix of slow and fast it's a fun song it's a very fun song but no some people nobody listens to us though. you know some of the girls want to act like it's the american idol audition and like randy and simon and paula in the back waiting to sign <laughs> but i'm gonna let them live i'm gonna let them live go out is all about letting other people live and that's what i'm gonna do it's fine it's, it's fine my preference. I, yeah yeah just clap once it's over and you know we move on exactly which is why playing jamma is really my jam okay open bar okay no slow music. <laughs> no <laughs> slow music. Yes. Every time. <laughs> uh, it, it 
reason is so fast though. It it <clears throat> that's my one thing. I wish that playing Jamma, I wish we got another hour. Eight to eleven, or oh, I guess seven to eleven, it'll be perfect. Because even at ten, it just doesn't feel over yet. But eleven, I think I would be okay. I think I will feel okay if it ends at 11, but it just feels so incomplete. That's why we all usually stay down there either in the room or right outside the room for like hours afterwards, because you know, yeah, that's the end. Party. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the end of all the things. Um, so you want to keep it going. And I know, I think it was this year after, <clears throat> after the karaoke, was it after the karaoke party or after playing JAMA that the girls just took over the bar area and had a whole after party. Was that which? Do you remember which Ooh. one that was? I feel like it was. It had to have been after karaoke night because I feel like we were still there. I don't know. I, I don't can't remember. remember. Yeah, I don't remember which yeah. one it was either. But I know the girls had time. We was exhausted, so we yeah were we left. Yeah, but we heard about. But it I afterwards. love that the bar mm -hmm. was really into it and everything. I so know. that's great. I know. I love that too. So yeah, I don't know. Some type of after party or just have playing jamma go for a good extra hour. Um, that would be that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah. But yeah, very much looking forward to go out next year. And we're gonna talk about that go out announcement mm -hmm. in just a sec. First, we have to talk about the last printer conference that we attended this year, which was SGS in Orlando. This was our first time attending SGS. Um, it was the only conference we got, went to this year that we were not involved in. We literally just went as guests and just to enjoy it. And I really enjoyed it. It was a mm -hmm. lot, a lot of fun. Like the speakers were amazing. Um, Orlando is just a really, really cool city for a conference because we got to go to like Universal and mm -hmm. visit Harry Potter World and do all those things. I know some people got in very early in the week, so they were able yeah, to do Disney, Universal, it, yeah. all of that. And some people stayed later and did that too. Mm -hmm. Um so I love the location and yeah, it was just a really great conference. I love that we were able to shop so many different shops, so many shops that I had kind of been eyeing for a while and was able to finally shop with them and pull that trigger and just loved it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It was such a good time. Um, and it allowed me to realize that I am a two day conference preferer because I just... Mm -hmm. Man, Saturday was a long day. Yeah, was that Saturday? Saturday. It was yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. That was a mm -hmm. long day, but I, you know, I did enjoy the speakers and everything. But it was mm -hmm. just, it's hard. I'm old. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I think the first session started at nine a.m. So it was like mm -hmm. from like nine to like I want to say maybe three o'clock. There were sessions, and then there was a big break from like three to eight, I believe. And then there was mm -hmm. the night sessions that went from like eight o'clock to 11 o'clock. So there was a really great break um, thrown yeah. in. And I think that's why the night sessions are so late because of that break. But yeah, I would love it if they were able to do something similar to what CPC does, which is have those sessions go into like Sunday morning. So you can still leave on Sunday. You just have to leave like in the afternoon if you want to catch those sessions or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it did feel like a very, very long day on Saturday. We were, I mean, we were still tired from Universal, which was the whole day before. That's true too. So yeah. by the time Saturday night hit, whew, we was exhausted. <laughs> and it was speakers that we really loved that we really did not want to miss, but we were super tired. Yeah, it's hard to focus too. Because a, a lot of the speakers were very interactive 
uh, during Saturday evening. Yeah. So with it being such a long day, mm-hmm. it's hard to really focus. But yeah, it. I mean, loved it. Loved that they had lunch. Yeah. And I mean, a legit a lunch. lunch too. A yeah. Lunch. Yeah. It yeah. Was really good. Loved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah, this year was amazing when it came to the planner conferences. So we went to three. Mm-hmm. Probably won't ever do three again in one year. But mm-hmm. you know, 2003. Three planner conferences, everything connects. <laughs> so I love that. Because we, we're not doing four for 2024, that's for sure. Immediately, no. Maybe. That. Maybe. Yeah, probably probably one or two. Definitely one, possibly Definitely two. One. We'll just yeah. have to see. Because here's the thing about going to multiple, especially like if you have a family or you do any of your own traveling outside of planner conferences, mm-hmm. there's just so many different flights and so many different hotels. And then it's like, so, you know, using PTO and doing all that. It's all that that goes into that, you know, not, and then the financial obligation of going to so many different conferences. Yeah. Too. It adds up. You know, it, it does add up. So don't feel like you need to go to every single conference all year you definitely do not if you especially if you're newer in the planning community or just getting started or want to kind of get your feet wet with conferences choose one to go to just choose mm-hmm. one to go to get your feet wet. if there's one closer to you that's driving distance i think that would be a great one to start with um but if not you know check the socials and just find see which one you're the most excited about and and commit to going to that one and, and then see how you feel and if you have the bandwidth to do more do more but i i suggest going to one before you sign up for going to multiple because <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot yeah that's well said because yeah we had other trips like you know just personal trips mm-hmm. on top of three conferences that we had to fly to all three of them it's and, if, a you're, lot. and yeah. if you're like me and you really don't like flying this year was tough for me this year was very this is more than i've ever flown in my entire life i think it was let me see um Atlanta and then DC and then went to Orlando with my family mm-hmm. and then Houston with our girls. Oh yeah, I forgot about uh-huh. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yes. And then back to Orlando again. Yeah, I flew five times this year. That was like four That's times too happening. many for yeah. me. It was That's like four I happening. do not like flying. <laughs> I really don't like flying mm-hmm. by myself. <laughs> So, yeah, majority like, of that is solo dolo. Yeah, I was like, oh, please, please don't let me uh down one of these flights. <laughs> I was so terrified. I was like, why am I doing this? We made it. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, was I yeah, next year probably only is going to be one conference for me because I have yeah. an, a personal trip mm-hmm. and I'm like, 2023 was a year of travel. That is not going to be 2024 for me. No, I don't think so either. Because it's it's hard on your wallet. And Mm -hmm. then it's just hard on your your PTO. It's hard on your energy. It's hard on your time. I'm just not a big... I like traveling. I'm just not a big flyer at all. So, yeah, this year we got a a family trip um, for sure. And then at least one Mm -hmm. conference. So I'm thinking probably just two. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe something else, but probably just two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and before we take a quick break, let's talk about the Go Out 2024 announcement. So Go Out is going to be in Dallas, Texas. 
next year. Obviously, we are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Dallas. It was my home for about 10 years. The food is amazing. The hotel is brand new. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super, super, super excited about it. I just think that it's going to be such a fun trip. And, you know, for any of the theme park girlies, it's not too far from a Six Flags. I won't be there because I'm also not a theme park girly and I've been six legs a couple times in my life. I'm straight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited about it. We're still kind of figuring out like what day we're going to get there and how long we're going to get there. One thing about Dallas, it's not really touristy the way DC is. So it's not a bunch of tourist attractions. Yeah. At least in my opinion, it's not like, it's not nearly the level of tourist attractions that DC is. I mean, like, I feel like close. People are like their tourist thing is Bucky's. Bucky's what a burger. Yeah, that's you not. Know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I yeah. do want to go to that coffee place that be talking to you in your window though. Somebody else got to drive. Dutch Bros. Yeah, <laughs> so put me in the back because I can't do it. <laughs> but why I do want to try it. Why can't be the one time the person in the window either is not talkative or you just get your drinks right away. <laughs> Why should it be the one time and you don't get the full experience of Dutch Bros? Yeah, that's that's the only thing. But you know, I've been to Dallas several times, so I'm not mm-hmm. like I need to see to see that. I just never had Dutch Bros, and you know, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a cult classic at this point. I feel like I need to try it. Low key, low key, it is. Low key, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited just to be back with our people again. And I mean. We already got, you know, half of the the Dallas outfit decked out because Beyonce. We got the cowboy boots. We got the hat. Like we're ready to go. Yeah. So yeah, we've decided to make this full blown Texas. Renaissance. Yeah. Too, yeah. 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 We've already decided it, but yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm so excited for it. So excited to get back together, and mm-hmm. you know, half our crew is already in Texas. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody, one of them can take me to Dutch yeah. Bros. We're going to make sure you get to Dutch Bros. We're going to make sure you get some little burger. It's a whole move. It's going to happen. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I'm it's excited. So I'm honestly I'm excited. just excited to not have to do like the sightseeing part of it. Yeah. And just focus on the conference for real. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm really pumped about this hotel. Cause like I said, it looks very nice. The regular rate is like insane. It's probably a hotel I would never be able to afford to stay with if not for this room. Walk and go mm-hmm. wild. So I'm very pumped about getting to, you know. Yeah, they did good with that. Live in luxury, you know, for a couple of days. I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so much to look forward to next year. I'm really, really excited about Go Wild next year. So it's going to be great. Yeah. Yes. It is going to mm-hmm. be great. And, you know, we understand, you know, some people have some thoughts and feelings about the location mm-hmm. this year. That was a big thing. Yeah. Happened within the community. Um, we did a whole episode on it, so you can check it out. Maybe I'll drop yeah. it in the uh, description if you mm-hmm. want to kind of hear our thoughts and our opinions and our perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, your feelings are valid and mm-hmm. um, people who are excited about it, their feelings are valid, too. So just keep yeah. that in mind. That's very true. Very, very true. And if you want to go, 
tickets are still available. Um, they're doing some things with the room blocks. I know the host hotel is basically booked as far mm -hmm. as room block goes, but there is another hotel that's literally connected to this hotel via yeah. a sky bridge. They've opened up a room block in. I think they're working on getting even more rooms for that. And then there are a lot of hotels in the room, so like in the area. So if mm -hmm. you can't stay at the host hotel for some reason, don't be too pressed about it. I promise yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Like you'll still be in it. Like it's it's where you stay is a very, very small part of the conference because you're barely even in your room, to be totally honest. Yeah. You know? And I feel like um, if you just want the key, I know a lot of people want that. That's mm -hmm. why they want to be in the room block. I feel like they can give you one of those that's just can. not active to anyone, mm -hmm. you know? So I think you so. still at least have that, you know, token. Momento. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. But yeah, y'all, we hope to see y'all there. Um, And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys. So to wrap up this episode, we want to talk about just some podcast things. Um, mm -hmm. First things first, our Spotify rap. I'm always so excited for our Spotify rap for the podcast to come out and just to see what our stats were, see where we did well in some certain areas, see if there's anything that we need to work on. So let's go through some of those stats. Yeah. So Spotify rap is only from the streams that we get from Spotify, mm -hmm. which I wish we had a way to see Apple because like it's it's overwhelming more people on Apple than Spotify. Spotify is like what like 20%, 20 to 30% of our audience, something yeah. very small like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's still it, yeah. helpful. It's, it's still, still helpful. helpful. It's yeah. like the sample size of our audience is Absolutely. on Spotify. So yeah. it's still helpful. Yeah. So um, our top fans, so like the top 10, so these are your top 10 podcasts on Spotify, um, about 500 of y'all, we're in your top 10, 354 is in our top five, and then we have 135 different people who, we are their top podcast, like we are number one, That's which is crazy to think about. numbers yeah. considering how how small our how small, yeah. is on Spotify that even with that that's still like we're in like 500 people stop saying that's amazing yeah that is insane wow. that's just insane to think about but Period. yeah I know they mentioned like one of our top episodes this year is the episode that we did with Ashley which is yeah. iconic because we have been wanting to have Ashley on the show like forever and we finally mm -hmm. got it done this year and for it to be our top show of the year is shout out to right. Ashley yeah. from Clock Paper. She is so fun to talk to. We love having her on. We love working with them. And I hope to have yes. her on again in the future. Yes. Yeah. So glad y'all like really you too. Do. Yeah, it was a, a really good, really good show. And I'm mm -hmm. I'm glad we got it done. Cause Me too. yeah, we've been wanting to do that. But um but yeah, top country, obviously, uh, United States. Um, <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> strong follow with, oh, England. I feel like strong follow was Canada last year. Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. Brittany, I'm sorry. Brittany, where y'all at? Yeah. <laughs> where my Canadian friends at? Y'all letting the, the UK friends take over. I What's know. Up? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, but yeah. I wonder like if like the UK people who listen to this, what do they think about like how like our accents? I want some feedback. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I feel like UK like has like you know, they have different accents, but like since mm -hmm. the US is just so massively big compared to like the UK, mm -hmm. we have so many different accents. Like there's even so many different accents in the South. Alone. I know. 
You I know, know, I didn't know that Ohio had an accent until I started talking to you all the time. Like, I know I have an accent, like a little, like a little bit. Like it's not like anything strong, like a southern yeah. accent. But you got, you definitely have an accent. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. not like a, a New Yorker or a it's Boston close type though. Thing. It's close. It's you could tell to you a New Yorker. North. Not like close to New York, okay. but I feel like it's like I can hear like hints of like that New York accent, like a like a tinge. Or whatever, so you can just so tell crazy. that you're like up further north. So I think the further north you get, the closer that you get to the accent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just like curious, like, do, what do I sound like to y'all? Do I sound like super southern to y'all? Like, let us let us know, UK friends. I want to know y'all. Yes. <laughs> I don't feel like you sound super southern, but it's definitely there. But you from south, so I want to hear from the UK people. That's <laughs> let you. us know. Okay. <laughs> but yeah so yeah shout out to them um i do want to because we had a lot of new people and it didn't say it on the last screen so Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not replaying but shout out to the new people who have hopped on or if you just transition over to spotify shout out to y'all because we did have a decent amount of people who started listening to us in 2023 mm-hmm. and continued on throughout the year so shout out to y'all hopefully y'all yeah. stick around yeah i saw that like um a decent amount of our new people came because of the ashley reynolds episode and also mm-hmm. that was like our most shared episode via spotify also so y'all yes. was it up. shout out to the coffin paper crew we love y'all Please yeah listen. <laughs> yeah the coffin paper crew will definitely pull up but yes yeah that episode did really well and also the episodes like right after a conference or right before like whichever it was those episodes do yeah do really well so shout out to y'all if y'all seen us on you know at a conference and uh, decided to check out the show Mm -hmm. appreciate that um also one of our top episodes was the planner draft I don't know what we were doing. I don't remember different items. I think. About. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. It's like if you could only have like one planner item ever or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't can't. Rem- it doesn't tell me when it dropped, but mm-hmm. it said that episode was streamed over like five hundred percent than the normal episode. So y'all was really mm-hmm. feeling that. It that one dropped on January the nineteenth. So at the top. Of last was year. that right before um planner memory social yes so that makes sense yeah yep yep, yep. shout out to y'all yep. though yeah 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 46 percent of our listeners discovered us this year so that's almost that's half amazing. at least on spotify of y'all are newer listeners so mm-hmm. i hope y'all been enjoying yeah i hope so too i hope so too do we have any other good stats from our spotify wraps um i'm pretty sure that is it um yeah yeah if all y'all all all y'all who listen on spotify we appreciate y'all so much we we appreciate the apple people too we just don't know (laughs) we have no clue i'm sorry so if you have spotify (laughs) available to you consider switching (laughs) so that we can have more fit (laughs) yeah i think in 2024 like I think we talked about this. Like yeah. we listen to our podcast on Apple, but we listen we to music on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think I might transition over to listen to my podcast on Spotify just because I'm really gonna try. I want yeah. I want the stats too. I'm gonna I'm gonna try also. It's so hard because man, yeah. me and Apple Podcasts, we've been 
they put me shooting at the gym. Okay, like I really, yeah, I've really been down for Apple Podcasts for like a decade. So it's going to be a hard switch, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna try to do it, and y'all switch with us. Thanks. So <laughs> yeah, I love Please. the rating system. Like it's, I, know. I mean, it's a really good app. Like if you pause a podcast mm-hmm. listen to some music go back to it they save your spot like it's, yeah you know, and you don't have good. to have a spotify like subscription to listen mm-hmm. on spotify so you, you will get more ads app, you will get more ads but that but you know it's not a big deal yeah that's okay yeah it's all right. yeah it's all right but yeah uh definitely want to give a shout out to all the guests that we had on the pod this year we had best from lights planner action we had tanya and tara from aaron Cundren for the second time we had laurel denise we had mm-hmm. ashley from cloth and paper of course we had bonnie from archer and olive and we also had our girl tisa we had some really mm-hmm. amazing guests this year y'all know we definitely have transitioned to having slightly less guests than what mm-hmm. we had before and I really feel like it makes a better impact because it's quality over quantity you know we're oh, not going to have a guest yeah. every week maybe not even every month but when we have a guest it's going to be somebody amazing somebody who's going to give us a really thoughtful perspective and something mm-hmm. that's different than anybody else and I really think we did that with these guests yeah yeah I think that was kind of like the goal for this year so mm-hmm. we, I think we really did hit it and that's the thing like a lot of people don't really like guests on their typical podcast so yeah. we want to make sure like when we have a guest that it's going to mm-hmm. be impactful for y'all and y'all actually get some value off of it and I think all of the all of the guests we had this year yep definitely very impactful and valuable absolutely absolutely we never want to just have a guest just to say we had a guest it yeah. has to have some impact so love that mm-hmm. so much fun shout out to y'all it's like yes. a big like girl power crew of guests <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mm -mm. No boys allowed this year. No boys allowed this year. (laughs) We'll see if it changes. We'll see if it changes. We had the guys on the um uh behind the paywall Patreon. Yeah, on shots. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. That's true. But yeah. Um, so what was your favorite episode of the year? Do you have one or a couple of favorite episodes of the year? Um that's really tough. I did really enjoy having Tisa on and mm-hmm. Ashley as well. I think um, my favorite episodes that I really love to do is when we transition into the fall season. I, mm-hmm. It may be pumpkin spice. I feel like we name it pumpkin spice something every we year. Do. We <laughs> but do. those are my fave because I think like we be in our element. Mm-hmm. on those episodes like that you know getting gearing up for the holidays this year you know having the kids going to school so i yeah. think that episode whatever pumpkin spice was this year is one of my tops i agree i agree i love that episode too um i think my favorite episode of this year or one of my favorite episodes of this year is um what the fuck why did i just forget it <laughs> What am I like? It's hard. Okay, that's what it is. I can't remember the title. It's Girls Gone Wild. It was our Go Wild recap. First of all, I love that title so much. And shout out to Gore for giving us a cup 
at Go Wild and said that it's <laughs> yeah. my favorite freaking cup, um, or one of my favorite cups. And I just, I always love that episode where we are recapping Go Wild because it, I feel like we're on such a high after Go Wild, and it kind of, mm-hmm. kind of keeps it going for a little while longer. And we're just able to talk about it. And I hope that you know we're able to make people who weren't there feel like they were there, kind of yeah. give them the behind the scenes scoop of, of what we experienced. Um, and yeah, it's just such a fun episode to me. So yeah, I really, really loved uh, the recap episode from Go Wild this year. Yeah, and it's the it's perfect really episode out. to um, pinpoint people if they never heard of it or mm-hmm. want to learn more. We usually send people to, you know, whichever recap mm-hmm. for the year. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely enjoy doing that. And I think we had the Patreon people on that one, if I'm not mistaken, this year. Maybe. Maybe. I be lying. We've yeah, done over i think this will be 42 episode 42 for the season oh regular gosh. episodes so yeah so not even including the 12 bonuses the six episodes of shots mm-hmm. like all of it yeah so don't out. yeah yeah you cannot tell us we not the hardest working who else got 42 episodes oh. <laughs> i right. mean not even just in the planner community <laughs> just so on podcasts in general it's a lot, like, it's a lot. yeah yeah that's a lot. Let so, me see. Yeah. Okay. 42 regular episodes, 12 episode bonus episodes. There's 54 plus six episodes of shots. That's 60 recordings. Not including like um like the Facebook lives we do. Mm-hmm. That's another yeah, we be doing a lot. Okay. So that's more than how many weeks is in a year. <laughs> I know it's a lot. It's a lot. It feels like a lot sometimes too, but it's <laughs> yeah. But when you having fun, you know, it just works out. But yeah, yeah, definitely. You want them extra episodes, Mm -hmm. join the Patreon where you can have everything in one place, even on Spotify now. Because we have a feed on Spotify for our Patreon people, which they love. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's talk about our planner lineups for 2024. Y'all, I swear we've been talking about our planner lineups since like August. (laughs) Because it's been just yes. a process. It's changed so much. We buying stuff, deciding not to use stuff, getting stuff at the last minute. I finally feel pretty settled and confident with my lineup. What is mm-hmm. your lineup looking like, Myra? Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, Notion, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. I usually only use Notion consistently for content planning, but I have mm-hmm. been dabbling in with a little bit of budgeting in my day-to-day, so that is she's really coming for full force in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have the Hobonichi cousins and, um, Oh God, what's the name of the weeks? That's not the weeks. The Sterling movie? Inc. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I've decided to go with the Sterling Inc. weeks. The one that uh-huh. looks like very similar to a uh, Hobonichi yes. weeks. Um, I just really like the goal setting page and stuff that they have up front that the mm-hmm. uh, Hobonichi doesn't have. So that's how that one. And then as a flex is the um, complete vertical, I believe it's called from Oris Stales, A five sides. Really enjoyed that in 2023. I have it dated now. Um, I don't know. I just really have been loving this Hobonichi. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she will come with me, but she. I need to sit down with her and kind of yeah. set her up. I haven't done that yet, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I yeah. think this is probably the first time that our lineups are like really simple and basically the same. Like I'm 
all in on this Hobonichi cousin. Super excited about it. And then mm -hmm. the Sterling Ink uh, Weeks. Very excited about that. What really sold me on it over the Hobonichi Weeks is this white paper. And the fact that I can oh, yeah. write it out in it without mm -hmm. it looking dumb. <laughs> it do look okay. crazy on that it week. It looks so crazy. <laughs> it looks so, so crazy. And like one of the things that I was hesitant about is that like the Hobonichi Weeks kits that you buy, like the weekly kits, they won't fit in this perfectly. But honestly, I mm -hmm. don't think I'm going to be using a bunch of kits in this anyway. I feel like this is going to be way more of a practical planner. And I think my cousin is going to be like my decorative, fun, like memory keeping um, planner. So, and I think, like I said, this this is just more to just keep me on track with what I'm doing. Um, I'm also experimenting with making like a media journal rather than like a reading journal because I I'm into reading, but I'm not a huge reader. I'm never going to read 50 books in a year. Mm -hmm. Hell, probably not even 20. So I don't need a whole journal for just reading. So I'm making it a media journal where I, um, you know, write down and keep track of like TV shows, movies, podcasts, um, just any media that I'm loving. I want to have like playlists in there. I really wanted to just be like an all encompassing things of like all the things that I love this year. So that'll be, that's it for me. And I'm just using a little, a little cute Archer and Olive for that. So yeah i'm excited i'm really excited yeah i'm really excited yeah. to simplifying this lineup has felt very calm and very zen i feel like this is like the least amount of planners that i've gone into a year being fully committed to like fully fully sure. committed to in a long yeah. time yeah also i feel like for me i pulled back a lot from making planner specific content yeah. mm -hmm. so that does have an effect on how many planners i have as well not that it was just like plans for content, but yeah, yeah, you know, I still got to make the content, you know, so I yeah, naturally will have more planners, but but yeah, it's it's nice going in a little bit more simplified. And I forgot about the media uh journal mm -hmm. idea that you had mentioned, and I don't know if I want to do it in a physical journal or mm -hmm. if I want to make something like a notion um page for it. I haven't decided, but yeah, I want right. to do that too because yeah, I feel you like I. Girl, it probably only be the Harry Potter books next year. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. And that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. And that is all but right. I can't okay? have a whole book. Um, yeah. Of course, I have a book thing on my notion too, but I can't have a whole book journal. It has to no. be more than that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, as long as you name this notion template after me, I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the like, Meg. The Meg Media Journal. I'm okay with it. So, that's <laughs> all. I'm just playing. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Just think of me. Just think of me as you make it. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh uh, yeah, I'm trying to decide. I might lean into that because I think that'll be cool. Because a it'll lot be really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did make one. Um, a reading one for purchase. If y'all want to check that out. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a notion template. Um, link somewhere. Yeah. The know. link will be in the show notes. Sure. Show yeah. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and people have been loving that. But I think a media one will touch on the folks that like. Like us, that's yeah. like, I don't read that many books, you know? Who but loves all the things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We love all the things. And yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, you know what? I'm really, I don't know. I feel like we, we kind of started recording this podcast, like, in a very, like, realistic, like, straightforward, like, this is how we're feeling type of thing. And I feel like we're, we're ending it on a high note. You know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. We're definitely ending on the high note. And so I'm really looking forward to a lot of stuff next year, like, especially with the podcast and the media. Mm -hmm. We're getting another season of Love is Blind. <laughs> Unfortunately. Like Hopefully. February, I think. 
Hopefully, I'm more than two couples. But isn't that couples. when February was when uh, season four happened, right? Uh, did it around start? I know it, it ended in like April, so it yeah. might have started in around February sometime. You're right, maybe like okay. end of February, something like that. But yeah, so we and y'all look, if you're the producers of Love Is Wine, we only need one season a year. It, this show is stressful. Also, let the people that get on the show like have a little bit more time of the spotlight. I know. Like, when you split it up, you like yeah. they kind of get forgotten or whatever. They do. But, yeah, they do. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point of putting this on TV. Yeah, this, let them I feel get like fifteen seconds. Season five was unique because I feel like normally it would really overshadow the previous season that was just a couple months before. But since season yeah, five was so like, trash, and we mm-hmm. don't even like the couples that ended up together. We still rooting for Brett and Tiffany and Bliss and Zach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're like, we're team. Yeah. Who are those other people again? We don't even know. Yeah, we know. So. We remember their name and they came first. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's Season not five, the norm. Yeah, that is not, not the all. rule. That is the exception for sure. Mm-hmm. So excited about that. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good reality stuff that we're going to be watching and talking about, doing lives and stuff about. I also love our episodes where we recap those um i would i would ask you to watch the squid game challenge but i'm kind of over it i feel like everybody has moved on from that that was kind of here and there very quick so maybe the next season we can cover it because it was a really good show it just really kind of ended just very um did they release a certain amount of episodes they did okay. four episodes and then another four episodes, I believe, three or four, and then just one, the finale. Um, but yeah, it just kind of ended with the whimper and like the last game. I think the last two people, spoiler alert, they it was decided with them basically playing um what is it called again? Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, paper, scissors. Girl, <laughs> no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, we gonna have to revisit next season. I don't know. Okay, so no, they did rock paper scissors to, and whoever won each round would get to pick a random key out of a box and put the key into the lock. And if the key worked, then you finally won. So it wasn't solely rock paper scissors, but rock paper scissors had a lot to do with it. Yeah, but then that <laughs> makes it completely based off of chance. Like there's no strategy in that at all. The whole thing is off chance, though. That's that's the thing about the Squid Game challenge. I mean, I guess a lot of the Squid it Games is, is off, off yeah. chance. That's the it's thing. a little so bit of strategy though yeah it's some things bit, have strategy yeah. some things is literally just the luck of the draw which is why I really did enjoy it um but yeah the, the last episode was just very anticlimactic uh to me I mean so. for it to be rock paper scissors that's wild <laughs> they couldn't come funny. up with nothing else I mean the rest of the games they had were very good I, maybe it was tired because I know by the end I was tired <laughs> Oh, maybe they was just tired. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out next season. Mm. Yeah, and then we'll have a new fresh season of Big Brother, which at this point I really am like throw Big Brother away and just do reindeer games every December. Ain't it cute? It's, it's so, so cute. It's yeah. so fun. It's so low stakes, mm-hmm. and it's just fun. And Big Brother is not fun sometimes. <laughs> it's not. It's stressful. Was not fun. Yeah. Mm-mm. It started out pretty cool though. It, it did. did. And but... that's how it goes. It's just so mm-hmm. up and down. So hopefully we'll get a really fun season of Big Brother next summer that will not be a hundred days. God, yeah, let's do seventy five, please. Seventy five tops. Yeah. 
days is long. And in the summertime, I hope they're able to actually start it in June, July, like they used to. Mm-hmm. Because going into the fall, it was just, mm, it just took something away from it for me. It's just such a summer show, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited about 2024. I think there are going to be a lot of good comes, things to come, you know, both personally and professionally. And mm-hmm. I'm excited for a fresh year. And also, I really like even numbered years. I don't know why. I just really like even numbered years. They always seem to just go well for me, except for 2020. Um, But we did start this podcast in 2020 and we didn't die of COVID. So, a win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited for what 2024 is going to bring. It's mm-hmm. definitely going to be a lot of changes um, mm-hmm. on my end for sure that I'm mm-hmm. really excited for. But me um, too. Yeah, me too. yeah. We'll see. But yeah, we will I, see. I can't wait to like revisit this episode at the end of 2024 and just see what happened. I know. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But yeah, y'all, we love you guys. We appreciate y'all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the love, all the feedback, and for just rocking with us for all this time. And we hope that y'all will still be around with us for 2024. Uh, The next episode will come out January 11th. And Mm -hmm. we hope y'all have a happy and safe holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or nothing. Um, hope y'all have a good couple weeks. Hope y'all get some rest. <laughs> I know I am. Yeah, for sure. Get some rest. Be safe. Um, if you're out there shopping, I know it is crazy right now. So yeah, be safe. Spend time with your people. Um, check in on each other. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all January 11th. Bye, y'all. See y'all next year. Hey, Grapevine. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Planners and Wine is hosted by Megan P. and Myra P. and is edited by Jonathan F. We'd like to thank our Planners and Wine patrons for their continued support and engagement. With special thanks to Daniel M. and Lisa F., moderators of our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group. For more amazing content, please visit plannersandwine.com or find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash plannersandwine. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Planners and Wine.